This is a prepaid debit call from an inmate at the correctional institution. To accept this call, press zero. So welcome back to another episode of The Rant Podcast. Um, So today, um, I have a couple of questions for Jono based off of a conversation we were just having. Um, My curiosity was piqued and I mean, I just wanted to know about um, something that Jono called recidivism, and recidivism. I ain't gonna. Lie. Yeah, I honestly didn't know he said recidivism, and I'm like, yo, what are you? What is that? I don't like. I mean, my my reaction was like more wild, but I was like, yo, what is that? And well, you know, you could tell me about it, man. So yeah, so um, well, first off, right, like the way that this conversation even started was just kind of me and uh me and mm-hmm. uh Caesar, you know, shooting the shits. Um, you know, we're just talking and, and, you know, I mentioned to him how, you know, I was, I was being pressed to get a job, uh, immediately upon getting out of prison. Um, you know, I had my PO breathing down my neck, telling me that, Hey, you got to get this job because if you don't get a job soon, I'm going to send your ass back. Right. And, you know, it's like, well, wait, wait, wait. So like, you know, you're going to send me back because I haven't found a job, but you also are the same people that gave me the felony in the first place that is now, you know, in the, that is the reason that I can't get a job, you know? And so that becomes an issue. And so, yeah, I brought up something to, to Caesar called recidivism and recidivism is something that, that uh, a lot of people aren't aware of, but it's just something that's very simple, but recidivism is essentially um, the act of a person repeating an undesirable behavior after they have experienced negative consequences of that behavior. Right. So um, it's basically repeating, like being a repeating offender, um, you know, relapsing, yeah, relapsing, right? Um, and as you can see up on our on the banner, right, it says that it is also used to refer to the percentage of former prisoners who are rearrested for a similar offense, right? And um, that is problematic because you don't want to go back to prison, right? Like going back to prison is just genuinely not what we want to do. But <laughs> it's something well, you that, ain't trying to go back. No, I'm not trying to go back, man. That place was trifling. You hear me? That place was trifling. And so, um, you know, when when you think about how it is that everything is essentially set up against you, right, it almost makes you feel like as much as like rehabilitation should be the goal, right, it's not, right? Like the goal is not to be rehabilitated because the true fact is that recidivism is what they want. They want you to go back, right? And And Caesar, I mean, right before we had, right before we started this, this uh, discussion. I know Caesar had a pretty cool, um, some, some stats, some stats that'll really blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so uh, we we put the chat or whoops. Um, despite you know various uh, prison reforms, um, the rate of recidivism in the United States is still an astonishing seventy percent within five years of release. So you're telling me that seven out of 10 are within five years will go back to jail. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Crazy. And then honestly, man, you know, what piqued my interest was um, just like, I mean, and obviously I knew once, once you went to, you know, once you went to prison, like the felony just completely washes everything away. Right. Off top. Like we know that like getting a job or at least like a job that's like, um, to the degree of your intelligence and your degrees and everything else that you got weren't going to match. Right. Cause most people, the, you know, most people who don't 
don't have a degree, a college degree or anything else, man, like coming out there, most jobs won't hire them. Yeah. Like, and, and if they are, bro, it's a job that's like paying you maybe 10, $10, maybe, you know, it might be less than that for real. Cause who most jobs aren't willing to hire someone that has a felony on, on their um, record straight up. And it's not personal. Like that's the, yeah. that's the thing that I be having to tell a lot of guys that I work with and a lot of guys that I'm trying to, you know, help get, get back on their feet, man. It's like, you think these companies don't want to hire you because they're just hating and all these other things. I mean, like, yeah, that too. But like, the truth is that like, it's not personal, it's business, right? Like if you have a business, right. And you have to hire people to work for your business, right. Naturally you want the best candidates you can get. Right. And, and you're going to try to find any which way you can to completely eliminate, right. A large sector of people, right. It's kind of like with the weed out method, right. When you think of the weed yeah. out method, naturally people who have committed crimes are just completely out of the picture, right? Like you don't, like if you, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a business owner and I'm someone that owns a business, then one of the first things that I'm going to do if I have a business is try to find exactly who I don't want to work there first. Right. <laughs> like, and, and so it's easy to imagine why offenders and, you know, returning citizens are easily casted out immediately, right? Because you've proven yeah. that you're willing to break the law. You've proven that, you know, that, that you're willing to commit crimes. And so to think that seven out of every 10 men and women that come out of prison in the U.S. within five years are sitting back in a prison cell is a very telling, is very telling of our society, man, and just how much we don't care about this problem. Yeah, right, because... The the I guess the part that really got me was when you started talking about the fees you got to pay your you got to pay for your survey uh what you call it supervision, supervision. you got to pay for somebody to supervise you bro that's crazy crazy Cor- like and then they wonder why not- guys recidive I don't even know what the verb is but right they wonder why guys go back relapse right? yeah why, why they relapse that? right uh, you know why recidivism is a thing and it's real simple you get out of that prison. You got nothing because you've been there for a long time. And then you're 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 expected to get a job. You're expected to to not only land this gig, but let it be it has to be a gig that can support you enough to allow you to be self-sufficient. Right? Yeah. Because and pay their fees. And you gotta pay the fees, the supervision fees, just to be on supervision, right? Like y'all the ones making be making me be on supervision. And you're also the ones requesting that I pay you to be on supervision when you've also given me a felony that makes me getting a job almost impossible. And so thank God that that I have a college degree and that I was able to, I had these things before I went away. So when I came out, right, I was a tad bit more desirable than most felons, you know, in my similar situation. Right. And, And that's a privilege that I have. But the truth is that not every guy that gets out of those prison cells or every gal Right. Men and women that get out of these uh, these prison cells and that are returning citizens, they don't have that that safety net. Right. They don't have something that that can prove like, hey, although I may have committed this crime, I also got this piece of paper that, you know, proves that I'm capable of learning at a very high level. Right. And so, yeah, you know, it breaks my heart, man. And like, you know, a lot of people may not know this, right? Because I don't think we speak about this as much, but as much as we're entrepreneurs and as much as we're trying to get our own businesses up and going, right? I'm still working, right? And the reason I'm working is because I have to work, right? Because being a, 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 a young entrepreneur doesn't always mean that you're making money off, off the bat, right? At like least consistently. At least not consistently, right? Like Caesar yeah. can, 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 you know, definitely <laughs> be a testament to that, right? He, he went through those years of struggle, 
you know, where, where the business maybe wasn't necessarily giving him the kind of yeah. return he needed in the moment. And so, you know, man, like I had to get a job. And so, and what I do is I actually work with people who, who are just coming home from prison, returning citizens. Right. And one of the things that I always got to, got to, got to stress to them is that, listen, this journey isn't difficult, but it definitely ain't easy. Right. Like, the truth is you got to sell yourself. You got to, you got to give people a reason to want to hire you. And that's with anybody, right? That That's just, that's, that's anybody that's looking for a job. But yeah. the only reason I'm really working this job is because, well, one, I came out to nothing, but two, if I don't have this job, that's another strike against me. Another, another chance that I might get sent back to the slammer. Yeah, man. I mean, again, like as you were telling me all the hurdles in front of you to like, just keep yourself out. I just thought about just like, yo, like what it is for like a regular person just to like maintain life, right? You got rent, you got bills, you got transportation, food. Like those are like, those are just basic necessities, right? And I'm like, yo, and and then you were mentioning how you had the surveillance fees, you had your, you had to pay your court fees um, on top of anything else that like maybe in a recurrence that you have to pay back to the state for your case, Right. Like that, just that. And, and again, I'm sure that the government or the state takes top priority before everything else. Right. They want their money first. Right. Yeah. Which is great, which is crazy. No, like I like I'm again, as you were telling me, I, I was just doing the math. I'm like, yo, this it's almost set up. It almost feels like they trying to, like, get you back in there. But. <laughs> Like that's you. Hey, I'm. That's just me. But <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Yo, you really want me to go back?" I was like, "If I just put myself in your shoes, I was like, yo, I would fail. Like off top, like I might go back.' Right? Not to mention that, right? I mean, and they do so many. Seventy percent, seven out of ten, bro. I'm yo. telling you, even when I was locked up, I would see dudes leave and then come back, and I'm just like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you like? How? Like, what? Like, we just spent two years together." We're talking about how we're going to get our lives together. You get out before I do, and then you're back before I leave? Like, are you kidding me? It, it used to break my yeah. heart, man. It used to break my heart. And you said something very, uh, something that I got to address, right? It's almost like they're trying to do this, right? It's almost like, like this is on purpose, right? Like, bro, absolutely, bro. This They're like, this, no one is intended to really make it. You know what I mean? Like that, that's yeah. not that's not the goal, right? The rehabilitation is not the goal. Recidivism mm -hmm. seems to be the goal, right? Because they're doing a much better job of that. Yeah. And they are the opposite, right? But why? You gotta ask yourself why. Right. And it's the prison industrial complex. Yeah, right? and honestly, I'm I was look I'm looking up uh um like what what is it that these states make? Like I I wanna see what this number is. Like how much how much do they make per 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 body per person? Um, it's a lot, bro. That's in prison. I, if I'm not mistaken, all right, and this is just what I remember from my time being in there. But um, I believe that the state, the state gives these prisons. So right, it, there's a reason that more prisons are being opened than schools, right? Especially in Ohio, yeah. right? I can I can't speak for a lot of states, but I know that in Ohio we're building prisons at a rate that's completely outnumbering the rate that we're building schools. Right. And you wonder why. And it's because every, for every one prisoner that I think every one prisoner that comes into, into a, into a prison, the state gives that prison about a hundred thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken for the year. Bro, uh, you might be right. Cause look, I'm, I'm looking at the, 
the percentage. Let me see. I'm going to drop the link, but I'm looking. It says the prison industrial complex. The private sector came to be seen as a quick fix to the problem of overcrowded, understaffed public prisons. Today, private prisons make up over 10% of the corrections market, turning over $7.4 billion a year. Seven point like that's what they're net profiting. Why would any why would anybody who's making that much money be incentivized to fix the problem? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it, it's almost like a, it's almost like nonprofits, right? Like there's a lot of places where nonprofits do good work. <sighs> right. Yo, and there's a lot got, of places where not bad work. I got some more stuff for you. Hold on. The average cost of incarcerating an American prison varies state to state. Um, so the prices for Indiana are 14,000 per inmate while in New York, it's like 60,000 per, per person. That the, so the, the, the prison gets from the state, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, 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 that's the cost, right? So like it went from, you know, cause basically what happened is the state, um, outsourced holding prisoners. So instead of them having to maintain everything, they just pay, Again, it says for in the state of, of Indiana, they've been able to maintain it at fourteen thousand per prisoner. So I think uh, I think the number might be higher in Ohio, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. Th- those are just the quick numbers. Yeah, and it's just from state to state. But that's my point. How can you be incentivized to fix the problem when the problem is essentially what's paying you, right? Like the people, you know, the, the individuals that own these prisons, the individuals who 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 are, who are invested in this complex, right? Why would they be incentivized to fix a problem when that when your paycheck is contingent upon the problem? It doesn't make any sense. And that's why that's why the stat is so staggering. Seven out of every 10 people that that leave prison end up reoffending and going back to prison within five years. Right. And I could have just as easily been one of those numbers. And technically, I'm still within that that time frame. But the truth is that I'm not going to make the same mistakes I did before. Right. I, I, luckily, luckily for me, right, and I and I'm and I'm not I'm going to be the first person to admit it. I got a wonderful support system, right? I got I got I got wonderful, you know, friends, family, my fiance, my you know what I mean, my my partner, you know, I I have I have people who are willing to look out for me, and make sure that I don't get there again. Of course, naturally, I don't want to go there either, and I'm not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize my freedom, because that's one of the lessons that I learned upon being incarcerated. But there's a lot of people out here who aren't mature enough, who haven't had the resources, the mental health help that they need. Right. And then you're these people have problems to begin with. They were then incarcerated where that problem wasn't fixed. If anything, it was perpetuated. When you go to a prison, no, no one's looking out for you. These these prisons aren't doing anything other than letting you rot in a cell for so many years that you have to do. And then when you go ahead, sorry. No, I'm, I'm just I'm literally ranting, right? Like I'm like, like the, the basis, right? But like I'm saying that you, you these people come in broken while they're there, they get even more broken and then they're released out into into society with these with these expectations that just to be frank, they can't meet because they're jacked up, you know, due to the things that I just yeah. said, you're being released. And mind you, you're more broken than you were before because prison will break you. You know what I mean? Like it does something to you if you ain't ready for it. 
and nobody's really ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. H- had it not been for the fact that I'm 6'3", 280 pounds and played football for some big university, I might not have got, I might not have had the easiest time in there. You know what I mean? Like, I can't sit here and just ignore that. I had, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I'm not even saying that I had it easy, but the point is that nobody was really trying to press me. Nobody was really trying to test me. Right. Like I still had, I had moments where I had to defend myself. I had yeah. moments where I had to, you know, really do some things that maybe I wasn't too proud of, but the truth is that I wasn't dealing with that as often and as consistently as pretty much everybody else. And so, man, when you think about all that, bro, like it's it's easy to see why this problem ain't going nowhere, especially not as long as that kind of money is on the line for certain individuals in this country. Yeah, no. And then again, that's that's why. uh, uh, Being institutionalized is a thing, right? Like, it's almost like you've you've created someone that's dependent on being comfortable in a space that's like uncomfortable because being, being in the real world is a lot harder because now you quote unquote become an, uh, and even in the caption it says undesirable, right? You basically come undesirable to society, to whatever is going to keep you out of going back. Right. Um, which again, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to take away, Right from the fact that people did crime, right? What they did is what they did. Um, they need to do the time. They can stay there as long as they need to, right? As long as it's like within the time frame of what they're, you know, their crime. You know, you do the crime, you do the time, right? Um, so that's not the thing that we're harping on because I think a lot of people confuse that sometimes, right? Like, it's it's not that I like I'm over here like, dang man, you got to give pity to these people because you should know, like, they did their time because of a crime they committed. Now, some of them are heinous than others. But the part that we're failing at is, what are we doing to make sure they don't do that again, right? Like, yeah. it's a, it like right, we, we, we talk about wanting to lower the crime rate. We talk about um, wanting to improve society at like a, just a, a, a standpoint of just like human interaction. Um, well, the best way to lower crime is to help these rehabilitated people coming out of prison so they don't do it again right, right yeah but yeah exactly to actually do what prison is intended to do to rehabilitate yeah, and it's, it's and that's if we if if we want crime to go down right because maybe maybe that's not what we want you know what i'm saying but like if if <laughs> i mean maybe i'm just want, right like maybe maybe we love living in in this you know this modern day you know, nightmare of, of just, you know, people going to prison just to come back out and be worse than they were when they went in. You look, know, I got I got to say it, man. I mean, I look like I say it like that because I'm being sarcastic. But at the same time, like, yo, what are we doing? Like, you can't tell me you want something and then completely just whiff in the space that would completely actually help. Now, yeah. not everybody's fixable, but I'm sure a good percentage of those people don't want to go back, man. Yeah. And, and, and to that, to that point, bro. And I definitely, and I appreciate you saying that because it is true, right? We're not here saying that, you know, people don't deserve to be in prison. We're not here saying that people don't deserve to do time for some of the crimes that they commit. Absolutely, man. We that's exactly what should be happening, right? I mean, people should be paying consequences for their actions, especially when those actions are illegal, right? Like I get that. Yeah. But what are we doing with these people once 
once they're incarcerated, right? Because right now, I can tell you from personal lived experience that it is not working, right? Like, it, you know what I'm saying? This I've seen this with my own eyes. Guys are in there doing everything but rehabilitating, right? Like, you know, I mean, there's more drugs in prison that you could ever than you can ever imagine, because the drug market in prison is insane. You know what I mean? You know, let's speak about marijuana because it's legal in a lot of places, right? And it might be federally legal here soon, right? But uh, marijuana in a prison is five, six, seven, eight times the value of what it goes for on the streets, right? And so that that why on earth would someone again be incentivized? to want to stop this when there's so much money being made in these prisons everywhere from illegally to legally. Right. Like, and so that, that will put every, you know what I mean? Like that, that's what's happening here. No one has any incentive to stop this. There's too much money in it. There's too much money in it, man. And so like, and, and people just ain't, you know, like, 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 like Caesar said, bro, they're, they're not incentive. They're not incentivized to rehabilitate. They're not. Maybe it's not, again, maybe it's not what we want to do, right? Like, I guess the part, and that's the part where I'm like, yo, if we go, if you're going to act like we want to do this, let's act like it. But, like, don't pump fake me. Like, don't act like you're interested in, like, and, and again, just be honest. You know, that's, I, and I guess that's the thing with me. Like, if that's, if that's the space we want to be in, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to know what I need to be prepared for. Right? What you need to be prepared for, right? As, as, as citizens of, of, of this great nation, right? <laughs> you know, and, and listen, man, like, let me, let me just tell one quick story, man. Cause this is really close to this really hit, hits home. It's close to my heart, but you know, I, when I came out, I was lucky enough to be employed, you know, by uh, an agency that helps, you know, people that, that are returning home and, you know, and, and a lot of their special work is, is on, you know, making sure that incar ex incarcerated people, can maintain self-sufficiency, right? So I work with 18 to 24 year olds as a case manager at this place, right? And this, this is the job that I ended up finding, you know, upon getting out of prison, uh, you know, to avoid uh, getting in trouble with my, my parole officer, right? And so anyways, I'm working at this place and I see people come in all the time and I see people recidivate, I see people go back all the time. Again, I don't know what the, what the actual uh, verb is for that. Relapse, relapse. Just relapse. relapse. You can just yeah. say relapse, right? But, but, but mm -hmm. yeah, but people who return, right? They end up going back. Now, man, I, I had I had this one young lady, and of course, you know, confidentiality. I can't say much more than that. But there, I did have a young person who came into the to, to the agency, man, and they were going through it. They had just gotten home. They got nothing, right? Like nine times out of ten, you end up in prison in the first place because you ain't got no social support. You ain't got no one that gives a damn about you, right? You probably never had someone in your life telling you anything positive, right? Like these things all contribute to the fact. This, you know, this person went to prison in the first place. And now this person comes home, you know, she's trying to get by, right? She's trying to find a place to stay. She can't make no money because no one's willing to hire her on top of the fact that she doesn't even have a lot of these transferable soft skills that you really need to get hired in the first place because she comes from a rough spot, right? And she was raised by rough people. And, 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 and I mean, there's all the stat, all the chips are stacked against this, this, this person, right? And then she comes to me and she says, why, like, what, what's stopping me from just wanting to go back? Right. She's like, cause right now I'll tell you this in there, I got three hots in a cot. I don't got to pay no bills. I get fed, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is that, man, what do I say to this, this, this young person in that moment? 
oh no, stick it out, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I told her, I was like, you know, I had to have a real moment with her where I was like, I see why you think that. I totally get it. And it makes sense. It reads like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I, 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 I understand, but like, I had to convince this person that like, things are kind of nice out here and it's a lot nicer out here than it is in there. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that because you've never left the very place where you were born, right? Like you came home, went straight back to the same neighborhood with the same people doing the same thing. She just don't know that she, she doesn't know any better. And a lot of people come out of these prisons with that same story. They just don't know any better. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a problem. I don't have the solution. <laughs> well, I, well, I, well, I do. I, I, wish we could, I wish we could maybe make our prisons a lot like they do in those Scandinavian countries over, over in Europe, right? You know, where, yeah, the, the, the prisons are set up a little bit more like hotels and things like that. But that's because you're reminding these people that they are human. Right. Giving someone some carpet. Is a big psychological advantage of giving someone no carpet, having the toilet in the same room that you sleep in. Animals don't sleep where they shit. But they got humans doing it here. A dog, that's why that's why crate training a dog is so efficient, because even dogs know that I shouldn't shit where I sleep. You know? Bro, that's that's crazy. I mean, again, the the little last tad bit, but it goes back to, I mean, what I was saying, man. It being institutionalized is is it's it's almost like it's a part of the game, right? Like, and again, the part that really messes with people's minds is they get dropped off back where they, you know. It's like, you know, if you play video games, bro, like, and you you forgot to save your last checkpoint, and you just got to start over from like, the, you know, what I'm saying you lost all that time, bro, and then you're like. You know, and again, those soft skills is what matters at the end of the day, right? Like if you want these people to um, move forward, soft skills, um, shoot, or even, I don't know what we consider hard skills, bro. There's a lot of manual labor stuff that if you just train people, you got, you got them for five, 10 years, bro. Like, what are we doing other than just like, like you said, making them feel like an animal and, and pushing around whatever uh institutionalized like programming that's going on in in yeah. prison right like i know there's a certain culture in in jails right like what are we doing to combat that or is it just like yo we throw we throw them in the in the fire pit and then hopefully they come back out cooked Listen, you know, yeah. hopefully they don't get burned and you know like that that's all i'm saying man is like if, if only we could just you know just make that place a little more of a learning environment. You know what I mean? Make that place more of a little, make it a healing environment, man. You know, but they got the money and I say they, you know, they can be loosely, you know, I, I use they loosely, but you know, it's, it's there, there's people making decisions. There's people who control these budgets. There's people who have, again, no incentive in the world to do better, but if only yeah. they did, we we'd have a much better society, man, because there's not that, you know, I mean, a lot of these people in these prisons, man, they, they could be a lot better off if they just had a little bit of some decent help, you know, and that, that help starts right there in those prisons, man. It starts right there in those prisons. Yeah. I mean, they got them there. Like, again, yeah. if, if rehabilitation is not what we're trying to do, bro, like, let me know. <laughs> let, these, let these people know, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? At least be upfront with them. Be up like, front. Let's, not play this, let's not play this charade. Like, that's the part where I'm just like, I'm not even going through it. But like at least be upfront with us, with yeah. them. Like they're the ones dealing with this. Like yo, 
let you know, them know. Let let us but know. I, you know, but it goes back to that like false hope pre like pretext, right? Like you want to give people false hope so they they fall in line. At least that's what I feel like, right? At least yeah. that's the reason why I don't like it. Like you're even you're dangling a carrot that leads to nothing, right? Like because like their freedom is you know people look forward to getting out, but then like you said, bro, like they immediately realize that getting out it wasn't it, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like. <laughs> It's, it's wild. Jacked up. It's jacked up. Yeah. The, you know, the type of mental game the system is playing with these people is so crazy. Yeah. Right. But I mean, uh, I digress. Right. Um, I think that's something that just needs to be. I felt like we needed to talk about. It needs to be. A light needs to be shined, shined on that. There needs to be. So we have awareness months for everything. Right. Yeah. Like if we really looked up at the amount of people that can't have are in the incarceration system and are coming out, that number is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like we we have mental health month, we have suicide prevention month. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, some of these things kind of fall under that like institutionalized like you know awareness, right? Like where you're not really knowing what drove somebody to like commit suicide or you know yeah. have really bad mental health, right? Like yeah. those are those are just like the 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 cool tags to like being aware of something right like no one really wants to talk about like reform or uh, incarceration or whatever that looks like right you know i mean but again i digress you know i feel like this is a you're you're right right and like like right now maybe maybe right we're not necessarily saying that anything we're not proposing anything right i'm just it's awareness right it's just putting it out yeah i'm just it's happening, right? And and the one thing I just want to, you know, encourage anybody that's listening to this is like, hey man, give give people who are just getting out of that kind of situation a little more grace, just a little bit, right? Like, um, again, and I say a little bit because a lot of those people are effed up, a lot of those people are jacked up, and a lot of those people are evil, right? Whatever I mean, you know, an evil, right? It's a lot of people however you want to, however you want to define that. But the truth is that you know they've also been through something, something rough, something something rough, and something that 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 wasn't anything like what people expect it to be. And, you know, and so I don't know, man, like a lot of times, like a lot of, like right now, nobody wants to work, but you got this whole, you got this whole class of people sitting here who, who, who have every bit of motivation in the world to prove you wrong as to why they should be hired. Right. You got a, you got a whole workforce of people out here just sitting there with, with, with nothing to do because you won't hire them. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised. A lot of people who just came out the joint will work a little harder for you than someone who's, who's fucking privileged and never been through nothing challenging in their lives in the first place you know what i'm saying like talking their way through life you know TikTok and they had no views they ain't got nobody following on tiktok but they dropping eight tiktoks a day you feel me like <laughs> like ain't getting no views son none and the only people viewing them is them <laughs> oh here's my tiktok again you see what i did mom another view right and it's you bro i'm just saying man no no you're right so Hey, man. Well, listen, this conversation was really important to me, man, and I'm glad that we got to have it um, again. You know, like like anything else, I just want to give uh, the quickest shout out to our good friends over at Awaken Koala for sponsoring uh, today's episode of Rant, just like every other episode of Rant they sponsored. Um, you know, Awaken yeah. Koala, uh, you can reach them uh, at their website, which is the website. Go ahead. G- give it to a C's. <clears throat> AwakenKoala.com. For your branding services and needs. That's right. You know, and so, you know, we, we've come to that point in the in the episode, right, where we got we got that one minute rant. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's get let's get it. Let's get it going. You have one minute. 
remaining. I'll start today, man. Um, so my rant is real simple, man. I, I hate greed. I hate I hate greed for money, you know. And uh, and as much as money's important, and I'm not, I'll be the first one to admit how important I think money is. But you know, to to be greedy about it and to and to want it so bad that you're willing to hurt other people just ain't it. Um, you know, it don't make a lot of sense, and and it, and it really hurts, and and it really hurts, and it sucks that that humans. Um, we've come to a point where you know money and the greed for money um, can sometimes you know be more important than than the health and wellness of your of your fellow of your fellow uh, humans, your fellow citizens, your fellow your neighbors, man. Your you know we're not just on this planet tolerating each other. You know we're on this. We got to coexist, and you mm-hmm. know. When you're helping someone, you know, I prefer to ha- have someone on the up and up when they run into my family members, right? That's the way that I think about it. That's why I'm willing to help people in the community. That's why I'm willing to help people who who may not have the voice to help themselves is because I'm hoping that maybe one day when you just happen to run into someone that I love, you know, that, that they don't meet the worst version of you and that they instead are meeting a version of you that's that's coming up and, and doing better. Um, so stop putting money first. We need to take money out of a lot of things, including politics. Um, that's my rant. Um, you know, my rant, my rant for today, man, is, uh, yo, um, it's crazy out here. Like, it's real crazy. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff that I don't want to pay, you know, I don't want to pay attention to. There's a lot of stuff that I need to pay attention to. Banks are going under, you know, people are getting invaded in Ukraine, um, Freaking rent is going double, you know, like it's just a bunch of craziness, right? Right. Um, so for me, man, like I think I we mentioned this before, yo, like sometimes it's unplugging. I always recommend to unplug. Um, go get a fresh air, man. Go walk around, like do something that and I I've I've I'm sure I mentioned this before, man, but I think the simplicity of just like taking a step back and not letting the daily tasks, the daily uh burdens of just like you know as an adult we got all these things we got to look at and make sure maintain right man just go outside yo get off that phone stop tiktoking we're probably you're, i'm not good at it you're not good at it like go go do something you know what i'm saying like get off that phone bro like all the only thing on there is like stress stress and that you need to work out more because Everyone's not, you know, everyone's not built like your favorite bodybuilder, whoever you follow or whoever model you follow. Like, nah, bro, like that's not real life. Go outside (laughs) and enjoy yourself. And enjoy yourself. And guys, with with all of that being said, uh, we just want to thank you all for coming again to the to the Rant Podcast. Right. You can find us on all major platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and I believe Um, Mm iHeartRadio. But, you know, we, we're going to have some more special content coming your way. And uh, with that being said, rant out. Rant out.